I'm having to realize that sometimes it's better to say no and to not get sick and to sleep and to uh, give yourself time to heal so that you can be a hundred percent for the things that you're doing and do a better job and have a career instead of a short burst. Welcome to the Ziggler Show, where we inspire your true performance. I'm your host, Kevin Miller. Today, we go behind the scenes with Mandy Harvey to hear her daily habits for success, following, of course, the seven spokes in the Ziggler Wheel of Life. Please don't miss the main interview we did with her in the last show, number 453. But some highlights coming up here to battle her connective tissue disorder and resulting bad joints and ligaments, part of what caused her deafness. She must work out 60 minutes per day to keep her muscle gain high. She travels so much right now. She's often only home four days a month. So she has to be ultra intentional in scheduling time with friends and family. She works on her music 40 to 70 hours per week. Her faith is the most important thing in her life, but with her schedule and pace, she struggles to spend time in her Bible and in church. Uh, the pace has often had her only sleeping four hours per night, so she's really had to dig into time management. You'll hear more about that. Personally, she loves fishing and calls her family grocery fishermen because they fish to eat. That's near and dear to my heart. Uh, again, just super, super interesting and inspiring. You can connect with Mandy at MandyHarveyMusic.com. Hey, in show 490 and 491, we interviewed for the second time Jordan Harbinger, who was the host of the Art of Charm podcast, a show that generally sits in the top 100 or higher in rankings in, in iTunes globally. It's amazing. The content is the modern day how to win friends and influence people. I just want to let you know, Jordan has launched the new Jordan Harbinger show. Just type it into iTunes. You'll find it. Go there and subscribe. He's putting out some incredible, incredible stuff. Well, here then, I bring you Mandy Harvey. All right, Mandy. Well, looking at the Ziggler Wheel of Life and those seven spokes, those seven areas of success, we want to get a behind-the-scenes look at you and your daily life on what you do in these areas to keep yourself well so you can go out and give everyone your art, your message, and your heart. So the number one spoke that we start off with is physical. What do you do just to keep yourself well and vital uh, in body and mind? Physically. For me, uh, because I have a connective tissue disorder, I have EDS type 3, which is Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome. It is crucial that I work out. Um, I have very bad joints and ligaments, and so I need to build up as much muscle as possible. So I make a point every day to work out at least 60 minutes. And for me, it's not because I want to look good in my jeans uh, or anything like that. Um, it's, it's purely so that I don't fall apart faster than I need to. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm holding off on as many surgeries as possible for as long as possible by going slow and taking my time, but also making sure that I, I actively work on my body. Wow. Okay. That's significant. That gives you more motivation than the average person. Um, well, how about on the family and in that is obviously our family, but just relationships in general to strengthen that area of your life. What habits do you employ? That's a tough one. You know, because I'm gone, I'm probably home 
in my state of Florida maybe four days a month right now. It's a very difficult spoke to to really keep alive. Um, I make a point to to video phone and to to conference with with people every day. But when I'm home, I'm home, and I shut my phone off, and I I, I turn it off, and I, I sometimes you'll turn it off and, and just leave it in a box that I can't get into, and I spend undistracted time with my family when I'm home. So uh, it's, it's difficult, and right now they're all very aware that I'm running and that I'm chugging really hard. And so it's also about creating expectations for, for them and for me saying, okay, this is my schedule being very transparent. This is where I am. This is where I'm going to be performing. And then they are aware that during certain chunks of time, I won't be answering those text messages on a timely basis. And they are not upset with me because they know why. All right. Got it. Next one is mental, just your own mental edge and sharpness. What do you do to feed yourself there? For my, for my mental sharpness, I work on music. I, I work on music 40 to 70 hours a week. Um, so I'm constantly trying to learn new songs and not just work on my own, but that's kind of like my mental exercise is getting sheet music of new songs that people will send me or fans will send me that they want me to learn. Um, so I pull up the sheet, sheet music and I get my guitar tuners and my visual tuners out and I play through the song and sight read and, and work on other material. So for me, that's, that's my good mental exercise and it gives me a moment to breathe and not have to work on my own stuff. Sometimes you just need a break from the things that you're doing that you're passionate about they they can lose their passion sometimes if you feel like you're hyper focusing on them and they get frustrating. So it's nice to be able to walk away from a song that I'm working on and work on something that I don't have to really do as much grind to and then go back to it later. So are you saying you get uh, hit up by a lot of folks with their songs for you to to record or review their songs? Oh, well, it's it's more songs that they want me to learn, like to sing at a concert, or they tell me what their favorite song is, so I can just, you know, be a part of their world for a moment. Got it. Well, the next one is financial, um, just the financial aspect of your life, being healthy and <laughs> well there. So what do you do or not do there? Financial, I have always been one of those people who can turn a nickel into a dime. Uh, one of the, the many reasons of why that is, is I don't buy things I don't need. So, um, Got it. <laughs> that's, that's pretty black and white. I've gotten to a point now where I need um, different things. And so I'm very purposeful about what I'm getting. And I, I'm not just throwing cash at, at different places. I, I, I make a budget. I follow it. And, you know, my mom uses YNAB, which is you need a budget. It's a computer program. Or there's, there's a couple of other things that you can do to manage things. But for me, I just I don't buy things I don't need. <laughs> Got it. Simple enough. 
Uh, how about spiritual? That's our next spoke. What on that side of your life do you, what are your habits spiritually? Spiritual, that one is, is one that kind of changes and morphs as I go along. I am very blessed that I have family in my life that are very, it's very close to me who are also, um, the similar mindset and, and faith as me. So they kind of keep me in check, but I, I've fallen, uh, prey, I guess a little bit, um, to not reading my Bible and not going to Sunday services, mostly because I, I get really busy. And then sometimes it feels like laborious, um, to carve out that much time to go and do those kinds of things. But I've also found that taking that time and, and scheduling it, it it's been quite a blessing because it's, it's a time for me to disconnect, to not think about myself, not think about what I'm doing and just focus on something else and focus on something that's feeding my soul. I mean, at the end of the day, for me, my spirituality is a huge aspect and probably the most important thing of my life. And I need to pay more attention to it. So I schedule time and I, I pray through the day and I am surrounding myself with people who are of, of similar mindsets who, who are pray for me. And, and, you know, it's, it's an, it's an everyday morph and I'm aiming to get better at it. Thanks to this great sponsor for supporting today's show. Uh, the, the next one here is career. And with you, I assume this will be interesting as your career has just skyrocketed in essence. I mean, that's great. So you can say, Hey, my career is flourishing, but obviously, you know, a career can flourish. There's a lot happening, but it's absolute chaos and things are tanking and, and whatnot. So how are you managing? What are the habits you're putting in place to manage all of what's happening for you in the career world? It's been tough. You know, everybody's like, oh, that must be really difficult to have all those people paying attention to you. But um, I sleep maybe four hours a day and I work constantly and I have been going so hard for so long this year that I kind of lose myself in like which way is up. And so um, for... For all the things that has been going on, I've needed to create new systems, um, create different protocols, uh, spreadsheets, calendars, um, employ other people to help me with um, all of the back-end stuff. I've got uh, booking agents and managers and, and people who help me with certain day-to-day aspects of things, but... For, for the career aspect, uh, it's, it's all about time management and organization. I have been going so hard for so long, and I had a conversation with my dad, who's a genius. I, I, can't even, I can't even describe how smart and helpful my dad is. And he says that the best career uh, people, the people who go the farthest, the ones who are the most successful live on an 80-20 plan. You know, 80% work, 20% disconnect and not. 
And right now, and for the last maybe nine months, I've been at like a 99 to (laughs) 1 plan. And I'm having to realize that sometimes it's better to say no and to not get sick and to sleep and to uh, give yourself time to heal so that you can be 100% for the things that you're doing and do a better job and have a career instead of a short burst. So for me, it's finding a time management balance for creating at least, at least a 90, 10, you know, where I I have 10% of time when I'm not working, I'm not working so that I can recharge my battery. Well, right there, then recharging your batteries, the last spoke is personal. And I'm hearing that there's not a whole lot of space in your life right now for that. Personal is out the window. <laughs> oh, well, there, there you go. There, okay. So that's an admission. There you go. Okay. So, so when you get to a more uh, time with some more margin, what are the things that you would do? And we're kind of looking for, you know, what are the things that you do just for you, the, for fun? Or- oh man, fishing. I, I go fishing with my family. Um, I'm not a catch and release kind of person. I'm a grocery fisher. Um, so we like to go cast netting where we catch a bunch of fish. We process them, uh, can it, um, have fish fries with the whole family, you know, like, um, very much filling my entire pantry with fish. So I like to go fishing. I'm taking, uh, ballroom dance classes, for the first time, which is a lot of fun. And um, I, like I said, I do work out for my health, but I thoroughly enjoy um, working out uh, certain certain aspects of it as well. So for me, um, doing CrossFit, um, though everything is modified because of my EDS, um, I love it. I can't get enough. And so um, fishing, number one, Sleep would be great, um, but I love I love I love fishing. I love dancing. I love being outside, kayaking, anything that I can do that is explore. I'm there and during my one percent of my life that I can do that stuff. <laughs> okay, granted, well, the one percent that you're back home doing grocery fishing, I want to come visit. That's uh, we're oh the- yeah. Oh my gosh. That's, that's me. And I'm in the worst place on planet earth. I'm you know, Colorado. So I'm outside of Colorado Springs and we're the furthest away from any uh, fresh fish besides little trout. Yeah, exactly. But I, well, and you can't keep any fish in Colorado. So when you come, when you get tired of the colds during the winter time and and you want to want to take a little vacation, you can come down to Florida and we will teach you how to cast net. How's that? Deal. Deal. Uh, absolutely. Hey, Mandy, thank you. Just I appreciate you sharing so authentically. And uh, again, just brings a smile to my face. You're incredibly inspiring. Uh, again, thanks for being here. Thanks for sharing some of the behind the scenes of Mandy Harvey. Oh, well, it was my pleasure and my honor. And like I said before, thank you so much for all the things that you guys do and the positivity that you're spreading around. It, it changes lives. Uh, it's, it is our honor. Absolutely. 
Well, friends, Mandy just flat out inspires me. Again, connect with her at MandyHarveyMusic.com. And again, don't miss her main show with us in show 543, right before this one. Oh, you can also find her in Spotify. I've been listening to her in there. Just incredible stuff. Okay, coming up next in show 545, we listen to a two-minute clip from the man, Zig Ziglar, on the motivation to do a better job than average. He tells a really personal story from his youth that helped chart his course to success. Well, from that message, I asked on my Agent K. Miller Facebook page, what has inspired you now and or in the past to do a better than average job? As always, just incredible responses that will resonate you and inspire you. And it just really opened up so much more than we would have ever come up on ourselves hearing from you. Had a great conversation with my co-host, Michelle Prince, as we talked through the incredible comments. I again compiled them into categories. Seven actually is what came out. And we talked through the most popular ones, well, down to the most popular answer. Well, till then, folks. Thank you for walking with me as we inspire our true performance together.